We're going to do a review of the Rebbe's Sicha in Lekutis Sicha's Chelik Yud. That's uh, the 10th volume. The first Sicha of Parshish Noyach. Over there, the Rebbe discusses the Rashi in uh, our Parsha in Perek Vav, Pasuk Tezayim. Here, the Pasuk discusses the, um, uh, the instruction of Hashem to uh, Noach to make the Teva. So in that Pasik in in, 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 in Perigvov to Zion, the Pasik says to, that Hashem said to him, Tsoyhar Tasila Tevo. You should make a Tsoyhar for the table. What does exactly a Tsoyhar mean? You should make a Tsoyhar for the table. So Rashi explains, look in the Rashi. Rashi says, Tsohar, what does a Tsoyhar mean? Yesh Oimrim, some say it's a chaloin, that it means a window. So that Hashem told Noah to make a window for the ark. Yesh Oimrim, and other people say that even Toivo Hameir Lahem, that he uh, had a precious stone, a good stone, that would give light to them, that shined for them. So Rashi gives two interpretations, whether the tsoyar means a window or the tsoyar means a, a precious stone. Now, when one reads the Rashi just like that, in the simple meaning, you think that the Rashi is trying to explain over here how they got light inside of the table. So they either got the light, you think, from the window, or they got the light because they had a precious stone. And this is very, very surprising, as the Rebbe is going to ask. So what does the word Tsoyhar come from? So we have the word Tsohorayim, like the afternoon is called Tsohorayim. That means light. Uh, so in that case, uh, what Rashi is saying is over here, that Hashem instructed Noyach to bring light into the table, right? That would be the Tsoyhar. Tsoyhar means a light. Now, how the light worked out, uh, it's either a window, uh, that the window, the light would come into the teva. Uh, and that's why it's a strange language over here. Why do we call it over here a window tsoyhar? Why don't they say chaloin tasala teva? But this would explain uh, why we call it a tsoyhar in this case, because a window can be used for other things, uh, to bring in air, to take things out, to hand things. That's what a window could be. But in this particular case, the word soyhar means a window because it's soharai, because it's talking about the light. We're trying to bring in light from the outside. And then we have another opinion that it's also soyhar. It's a light, but it came that it was a precious stone. Uh, and why are we calling this precious stone over here Tsoyar? We're not calling it, uh, let's say, the, whatever the name is. It's also because, uh, as Rashi adds, that's why Hameira Lahem is shined from that. So basically, if you read the Rashi just simply, it seems like Rashi is trying to explain the word Tsoyar that brings light. How was the light brought into the table? First, the Rebbe's question is going to be, the Rebbe is going to establish there weren't many windows over there because it says Tsoyhar. Tsoyhar doesn't say a plural, it's a Lashon Yochit, right? Uh, and also, when Rashi talks about uh, the windows, he doesn't say Chaloin Nois, Rashi says Chaloin. So it means there was only one window. The same thing is true when it says 
Evan Toivo. It doesn't say Avonim Tovos, it was many. It says just one. So the Rebbe asks, so how could one window provide enough light or one precious stone for an entire Teva? The Teva was 300 Amas long and 50 Amas wide and 30 Amas high. How could one window provide light for all this place? Uh, and further, later in the in the in the pasuk later on, it says that the Eibshter told him, "Kinim tases a table." What does it mean, kinim compartments? He made different rooms. Rashi explains what was the different kinim. He had separate rooms, compartments for each animal, tame and wild animal. And then there was also Tahtim Shni Mushlishim. And there was the lower, the second, the third. That was for the garbage, that was for the animal, that was for the people. So even if you should say that the window that Noyach made was such a huge window, but how could one window be able to shine all the different compartments? There was different compartments, different levels and different places. It seems like impossible. So how could that bring the light? So generally, the the reason uh, the reason why Rashi would bring down two commentaries generally is because there is something difficult in a in the first commentary, which is understood in the second commentary. So let's say we have a problem, the first one says the window, we have a problem, that's so we're bringing a second one. If we didn't have a problem, Rashi wouldn't need to bring a second interpretation. So Rashi brings a second interpretation, but yet we also have a problem with the second interpretation, because if it would be all, all, all good, so why bring the first one? So that means that the second interpretation also has a problem. Matter of fact, it means also that the second one is even more difficult, that the more reasonable interpretation is the first one. That's where Rashi brings it first. And then Rashi brings it the, the second one. So we have to figure out over here what are the different uh, problems. What's the problem with the first one? What's the problem with the second one? And why is the problem with the second one even more than with the first one? So, but the Rebbe says like this, that uh, there could possibly be an answer that would answer all both the problems. Now, we have a difficulty uh, on both, both interpretations, right? We don't understand how could one interpretate, how could the uh, one window or one uh, light, how could it light up a whole table? That's a problem that we have on both commentaries, right? So, if Rashi could find another commentary, a third commentary, which would answer both of these questions, you should bring down that other, uh, that other third commentary. Now, sometimes that third interpretation is so not in the simple meaning that, but still, if this is so difficult, these two, why wouldn't Rashi bring the, another interpretation? The Rebbe quotes here from the Cheskoini, he brings down that the word soyar comes from the language of Yitzhar, means oil. He says that the word Yitzhar means that he should bring oil to the, uh, not Soharai, not like the Rebbe Taichit over there in the Rashi, but he says Yitzhar, like oil. So the oil means he should bring oil so he can light a lot of lamps, a lot of oil over there, a lot of candles. That's how they used to light over there. Uh, 
So the word Tsoyar and Yitzar may be very difficult. You know, it's Yitzar, Tsoyar, so the Chizkunis Pshat is difficult. And also, it's not Tsoyar Tasala Teva. You're not doing it for the Teva. It's you're bringing in to the Teva over there. But still, it's a difficult Pshat. But it's still, that would explain the problem that we had with the first two. Because in the first two, we don't understand how could the light of a window or how could the uh, light of the precious stone illuminate the whole uh, table. But then you would need a lot of lamps. And the noise base, the Rebbe comes up with an even more difficult problem that we have with the, um, with the interpretation that the light came through the window. Because uh, later on in the Pasik, in Perik Ches, Pasik Chok Beis, so over there the Pasik says, when Hashem says that he re, he's, he's, you know, after he uh, was came uh, appeased and he was already okay, it says Hashem made a promise that he'd never bring a flood and he says, that the, will never stop day and night. That in other words, there will always be day and night. The, 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 the circle of the, 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 the uh, turning of the sun Making day and night, yom v'laylo lo The pasuk says they will never cease. Hashem will always bring, always make day and night. So, why does all of a sudden the pasuk have to promise that it's not going to be day and cease? Why would Hashem all of a sudden have to say the day and night do not cease? So Rashi says over there. Look at the Rashi. So Pirush Rashi. Rashi says over there. Meklal sheshavsu kol yemei So from this we can learn that all the days that there was the flood. They rested. What means they rested? That the mazolis, those are the constellations, the circling of the various spheres have not, they weren't serving in the days of the Mabu. And they couldn't tell between day and night. So what does that mean? That during the 40 days, at least we'll see in a minute how long this lasts. But there was a time that there was no day and no night, right? No, no light. Rashi says that. That's why the Abish, the promises, is going to be no day and night. So that becomes very surprising, which the Mephorshim, the Ram asks, what benefit is there going to be for a window, for the ark? It's not, there was no light during the entire day of the Mabel. So how is the, how is the window going to bring them, the Tzoharayim, the one, the window is going to bring them light? When there was no light over there, so uh, so that, that that would be a, a problem. What did the windows serve? So some of them before should answer uh, that when we say that you couldn't tell between day and night, and they didn't serve the mazolos, doesn't mean that it just stopped. It was night the whole time. It meant it wasn't sort of the regular. Uh, circling, it didn't go the regular uh, cycle, but there was some light in the world, some Beforshim say. But the Rebbe says in Rashi, we can't give that explanation, because Rashi wrote his commentary for a very simple, for a child of five years old, and since it says Rashi says Shofsu, that they rested, and Rashi says they did not serve and which means that they didn't serve. What is the serving? What, what do the Mazolis serve? They didn't do Tafkidom. That's the 
Shtavki, that's the, the purpose of them, is to shine on the world. So it's not only that it stopped the movement, but there was light. So the Rebbe says that the Pashtus means that there was no light. So the question was, the question is, what purpose is a, what purpose is a window if there's no light outside? So what is the window, what the, what's the window going to do? But perhaps the Rebbe says that we can answer the question by saying that when Rashi says, uh, when it says that they rested during the days of the Mabul, it actually means the days that the water came down. That's the 40 days, that 40 days. But after the 40 days, the 40 days, it was 40 days. And that's why the Rashi says during the Mabul when it was actually flooding. But after the 40 days, maybe it worked already. So there was a benefit. So maybe there was no benefit for the window in the beginning, but it was a benefit at least after the 40 days. It was still a long time. They were there, almost a year. Okay. So, okay. So maybe you're going to say there was a benefit from the window. If, the, if your question is, but that's not the question. We have another issue though. How did they get light? Those that opinion that says that the light came through the window, that term is a window. So what, what illuminated? They did, what light did they use during the 40 days that the Mazolas didn't work? Even for those 40 days, there was no light over there. Because that commentary doesn't say that it was the other means of light over there. Seemingly very strong questions over here. Rebbe explains it over here. Rebbe says that when Hashem says to Noyach to make the table, he didn't tell him all the details that he's going to do. He doesn't have to tell him every... We find a lot of details in the Chumash, but he didn't tell him every detail. For example, it says at the end, we find in the Pasuk, it says, Vayosar in Perichas Pasuk Yud Gimel, it says over there, Vayosar uh, that he removed the cover of the table. We don't say anywhere, we don't see anywhere that there was a cover of the table. It doesn't say that Hashem told him that he'd make a cover for the table. It doesn't say anywhere. And yet it said he removed it. So what do we have to say? Hashem didn't have to tell him. We don't have a record of everything. In other words, Hashem may have told him all the details what to do. But the Torah doesn't record every single detail that Hashem told him to do. Like, we also don't find that Hashem told Noyach to make a door for the Teva. We find that Hashem told him to place the door on the side. Pesach HaTeva Tosin, place it on the side. But we don't have a Pesach telling us that Hashem told him to make a teva. So what's the reason that we don't find those? That's self-understood. The very simple meaning of when you learn the text. When Hashem instructed Noyach to make a teva, there was no need to tell him on every detail that are necessary to be in the structure. Because they're self-understood. Only those details that Noyach would not know of himself, Hashem told him what to do. 
like what size, what certain number should put the table. Those are things that Hashem told him, which he needed to know. But the other things is he know. So there was no need to tell him that he should bring a cover for the table, or that he needs to make a door for the table. How's he going to get in? He needs a door. Because this is obvious that when you built a table, you need a cover, and you need an entrance to, to, to get into. So we don't find that. And the same thing is understood as far as bringing light. The general concept to bring light to the table, that Noyach did not need a very specific command from Hashem for that, because that is obvious that he needs to do something that is going to bring light into the table. Especially the fact that in the table there was all kinds of various wild animals and old tame animals, etc. And Noyach had to feed them all. And each one was in their own compartment. So for sure, Noyach prepared lamps, lights, and oil, and everything that he needed to, to illuminate the, 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 the table. Even without Hashem commanding him it. He just did it because that's what he needed to do. Hashem didn't have to tell him to do the things that he knew, that he self-understood what he needs to do. Oh, so now the question is, what did Hashem mean when Hashem says to Noach, Tzoyar Tasselateva? So why is Hashem telling him to make a Tzoyar So there was enough, besides that, there was certainly uh, Noach prepared what to, uh, to illuminate the table. Hashem is telling him, Tzoyar, make light for the table. Okay, we know that's not something that we needs to do. So it seems like Hashem is telling him something special. What is this Tsoyar that Hashem is telling Noah? So we have to say that Hashem is specifically telling him to make an additional light, a Tsoyar, the Tsoharayim, in addition to what he did on his own, something to add light in the table. Hashem is telling him to add light to the table. So what is this additional light? So this is not just the main light, this is additional light. So Rashi says two commentaries. The first interpretation, Rashi says, it was a window. So, through this window, there was additional light in the Teva after the 40 days. As the Rebbe suggested before, during the first 40 days, Itakia didn't serve, but at least there was additional light at the end, after the 40 days. That wasn't the sole light. The light came from the other things that they prepared. But at least they had additional light. So, one can argue and say, well, there wasn't that much light coming through that window, but there were other uses for the window, like to take in and take out, to hear out. There's other things for the window. So it wasn't that that was the only, the only thing. So it was an additional, additional light. But the problem is, why does the Torah, if the Torah wants to just a window here and just to bring additional light at some point, why would the Torah change the name and not call it a chaloin, but call it a tzoyhar? Somehow it seems that the main purpose of this was not just a little bit additional light like the window provided after the 40 days in addition to it. It seems like it was a main purpose. That's why Rashi is having a problem in the first, uh, in the first commentary. Uh, and if it's just one window, so Rashi is having a problem how could one window cover 
Teva, it's only a small section. So why would the Torah say Tzohar make a lie when it's just so small? And number two, uh, it took 40 days after the 40 days to get the light there. So Rashi is not comfortable with the first interpretation that the Tzohar means uh, means extra light because the Tzohar would seem to be a main source of light and for all the time. And therefore Rashi has to come on to the second interpretation. And Rashi says that what it means is that he had a precious stones that shine for them. That's not a problem now because a precious stone you can move from place to place. You can move it around. It's not locked into one place. Whenever you need. And it also served as a tsoyar, as all the time. It wasn't confined to a small window like the other person and it also wasn't confined to one place. You can move around the precious stone wherever you're going. But again, that this interpretation that the tsoyar means the precious stone has another issue because the Pasik says tsoyar tasela teva. You should make a tsoyar for the teva. Not Torah doesn't say tsoyar tachnis la teva. Bring in a tsoyar to the teva. Oh, or else, if we're not talking about, you're not making a window, you're making the table. So Rashi has a problem with that chat, even though the tsoyar, it brings you more light, but it has a problem. It doesn't, it's not making it for the table. You're bringing also. And why would also, why would Hashem say to bring in something unusual, bring in a precious stone to bring light? Here's light with neighbors. Why would the, why would the Torah command something like that? So, that's also not a uh, good interpretation, not a comfortable interpretation for Rashi. So, therefore, it, since it doesn't fit in the Lashon Rashi, so Rashi only brings this as a second. So the first interpretation is a window. That's the main interpretation. We're not comfortable with that because it's still not the main soyar. So we're bringing in the second interpretation. But the second interpretation is even less comfortable. So that's where it comes to the second one. So, the Rebbe brings down another, another, uh, uh, another interpretation why the first commentary is better than the second commentary because Rashi explained on all. Uh, on all the different things why he made it. Why did Hashem tell him to build the table? Why did Hashem tell him to do that? Rashi explains everything. So why does Rashi explain why he told him to make the window, the tzoyar, or whatever, why he told him to make the tzoyar? Now, we see later on that he opened up the window and he sent out the bird. We're talking about the first shot. But he could have sent them through the door if he needed to. He didn't have to have a window for that. So that's why Rashi says, uh, so Tsoyer means a window. Why does Rashi say a window? Why is that a better shot to say a window? Because, because since Noach was told that Hashem is going to destroy the world, he probably also knew that there's not going to be any light and everything is going to go dark. So what's the point of making a window? So, Noyach Mutake not make, that's why Rashi says 
that the Tzor means a window because Rashi is explaining why did Noyach make a window? What was the purpose of a, of a window on the table? So, uh, so therefore he would not have made a table. But Hashem actually Hashem actually um, you know, so, so when Noach was building the table, he'd bring candles and everything else to make light there, but there's no point in, in having a, a window there when you can't get anything from the outside. If he needs to send out the air, he can send it out. Uh, I mean, he, he didn't know yet maybe the, uh, the, that he had to do that, but he can do it through the door. But why, why Taka did Hashem tell him to make the, the, the window? If there was no light over there, or at least the 40 days there was no light. Um, so this is, this is a little bit not clear to me over here, because, okay, so he, maybe he knew, if he knew the details, according to the Pshat, the Rebbe learned before, that the 40 days was only when there was no light, so he should still make a window, uh, a window for the light for later on, for additional light for later on. But maybe in this, in this, in this part, maybe we we're going to go with the Pshat, that it didn't shine at all, there was no light at all. But the bottom line is, why did Hashem Taka tell him to make the window if there's no light on the outside? Because when Hashem started off, Rashi says that when he started off the marble, Hashem brought it down in a gentle way so that if they, they will do teshuva, they will be uh, rain of blessing. Uh, rain of blessing. So it might have, Noach was told to make a window because maybe, maybe it's going to be rain of blessing. So that is makes sense, or makes more easier to understand why he told him to make a chalim. But we don't really understand why would Hashem tell him to bring in a precious stone over there? What's the purpose? Not for light itself. That's not the normal way to get light. Why would Hashem tell him to do that? I mean, if you're asking, is well, we can make a door out of glass, or is the window made out of glass, or how that exactly the construction of it is, uh, what comes on through the window? Uh, I. I'm just wondering, uh, maybe the window had to be sealed. Maybe it was a window, I'm not sure in those days. Uh, maybe it means the window just to open up. But, uh, but if with a flood, you can't open up the window. But I'm assuming that since the paper was on the water, uh, maybe when it wasn't raining in so much, when it wasn't raining so heavy, they could just open it up. Maybe a window doesn't even mean a glass. It just means an opening that they can sort of open up, just like a door to open up. But a door which comes on the side, the rainwater, Rashi says, shouldn't come in there. So that's why it was on the side. Uh, so that's they needed on the side. But maybe the uh, the same thing goes um, with the window. But the window maybe is higher up uh, by the uh, which was on the water. So not sure exactly how the structure over there. But very possible a window over there doesn't mean glass or. Uh, the, which they can get light from the outside. A window means open up and just allow some, uh, you know, light from the outside in. So basically, if Hashem says soyar, make a window, means make an opening so you can open up to get some light from the outside. Uh, I don't know. During the forty days, it almost seems like maybe a window, even while it's flooding and everything else, maybe wouldn't fly in in, in there. I mean, because maybe they couldn't open the window because it was just so much rain coming down, you know, at the time. That would be another issue. So here, 
in Oiz Dalet, the Rebbe gives you the Yenu Shel Torah, gives you a uh, instruction from that we can learn out a lesson in our service to Hashem. That's called the wine of Torah, which is the inner part of Torah, which we can find even in the simple meaning of Rashi. Uh, so he says, what's the difference between light, which comes through a window, to light that comes through a precious stone? What's the difference? Light that comes from the window is a light that comes from outside. The light that comes from the precious stone comes from within, comes within the table itself. Or the light of the precious stone is in itself. It's a shining, it's a sparkling, it's a stone that shines itself. It doesn't come from elsewhere. I guess the, the light in the Teva comes from the outside. I mean, even if it's a sparkling stone, but it's, it represents something which is inherently uh, a shining. So the Rebbe says that these two aspects are two ways in the service of Hashem. The ultimate service of Torah mitzvahs is to make a window. It's is to bring in our Teva, is our world uh, that we live in, to reveal the godly light in the world. So that's, we have to make a light. But we can make a light either through a window or we can make a light through a precious stone. We have to bring in light in our Teva, in our world. So the first way is to make a window, which means like this, what means a window? To allow a window, to allow the light which really exists in the world. There is a uh, light in the God of the world. It's a known, brought down in the Yom that people who are doing business are able to see the divine providence in the worldly matters that they do. Uh, they can see Hashem. Because a lot of times, you know, they vividly can see how Hashem helps them or Hashem directs them and does divine providence. So that means there is godliness in the world. And sometimes they see it even more than those who, people who all the time are studying Torah or Dominic. Uh, those are the four cues that they can see it even more. So how do you, so the world, in the world you can open up a window and see it. In order to see the godliness, the Ashgacha Pratis in the world, you have to remove the things that block on the godly light. And that is to remove the garment of nature and to see uh, that nature hides for Hashem, which is higher than nature. So that is the first step in the service of Hashem, is to make a window, to make a window in the uh, partition and the block of nature that in the world it should shine the godly light which is higher than nature in the world. That's the first way. And after you create a window in the wall of nature, that means that in the world a light which is higher than nature, light then that gives the power to the person to elevate himself and to reach to a level and to a situation which is higher in the service of Hashem. So the, instead of just breaking through from the outside, there's those that say the second opinion, 
which means those that say, those people already created that window, they broke through and they already see the beyond nature, in the nature, they have an evan toiva ha'me'ira lahem. They have a beautiful, a precious stone that shines to them, which means that not only do they remove the blockage and the hiding of the natural, the garments of nature, the natural ways, but rather they turn around the nature so that nature itself becomes a shining light and revelation. The nature itself, which means heaven, it's a stone. What is an ordinary? An ordinary stone doesn't shine. It's inanimate. The Evan itself becomes an Evan Toiva, becomes a good stone that shines to them, so that you see not only that you make a crack in the window to allow other light into the place, but you actually see the nature itself. You see Hashem. You see Hashem in the nature, not to let to break through the nature, but the Evan Toiva This is from the Sikh of Shabbos Parshas Noach in the year Tovshin Lamad Aleph.